Alright, how's it going everyone? It's Baseball Garbage here, back with another podcast. And today's podcast will be about money. Obviously not free agent money, as nobody wants to sign anywhere anytime soon. Um, Bryce Harper rumors going around that he's going to sign with the Phillies on Saturday. Uh, Hasn't happened yet, there's still a couple hours left on Saturday at the time of this recording, but... He met with the Phillies today, I believe, but no agreement has been has been made public. Um, and obviously, Manny Machado, Dallas Keuchel, AJ Pollock, among others, that are still lingering in the free agent market. There's still a lot of big names out there. So the next few months leading up to spring training will be very interesting uh, in the free agent market. But that's not the type of money we'll be talking about today. Um, It's also not arbitration, which just happened, but we'll give a little rundown of the arbitration news happened about a day or two ago. Basically, if you don't know what arbitration is, it has to do with players that are between three and six years of Major League service time. Um, But there's also the Super 2, which is a group of players that qualify for arbitration after, after they've played or after they've acquired two years and a certain amount of days of service time, they qualify for their first year of arbitration before their third year of service time. But it's basically when a player submits a number, salary that they want to make uh, in the upcoming season, the team submits what they think that the player should make. Most of the time, these uh, the team and the player come to an agreement on a contract, whether it's in the middle or... Uh, favoring one side ever so slightly, but there's always uh, the group of players and teams that can't agree to contracts, and they go to arbitration hearings. Speaking of, a player that did not agree to a contract with their team is Nolan Arenado, who's set to make the highest salary awarded to an arbitration-eligible player. Um, Arenado requested $30 million from the Rockies, but the Rockies only offered $24 million. so could expect them to settle for around 27 28 million settling in the middle there but it's interesting to note that the Rockies actually gave Ian Desmond 22 million and they're offering Nolan Arnado 24 million so you know looking at that it looks like they value Arnado and Desmond the same but Arnado is clearly the better player um, the current record now for highest arbitration salary is Josh Donaldson with $23 million last season for the Blue Jays. Sticking in the AL East with Josh Donaldson, but we'll be talking about Mookie Betts. He gets $20 million, um, which is the most money agreed on um, for this arbitration period. Um, Betts obviously coming off a MVP season um, with the Red Sox winning the World Series, of course, but he made about ten and a half million last year, so that's about nine and a half million jump. But that's not the biggest salary jump of the off season or of the arbitration period, as Jacob Degrom signed for seventeen million with the New York Mets. He made seven point four million last season, so it's about a nine point six million dollar raise for him. Um, other players that didn't agree to contracts with their team, Garrett Cole in the Astros, Trevor Bauer in the Indians, Luis Severino of the New York Yankees, and Aaron Nola of the Philadelphia Phillies all 
for a young group of starters who pretty much are aces for their team. Maybe not um, Trevor Bauer, as the Indians have Corey Kluber for now, but he's been rumored to be going to the Dodgers, the Padres, and, you know. Cleveland's an interesting spot. They're doing some interesting, interesting moves for sure. But um, Blake Trainin and uh, the Oakland Athletics cannot come to terms either, so they'll be headed to arbitration. And uh, that's pretty much all the big news from arbitration deadline. But today we'll be talking about deferred money in baseball. Now, if you don't know what deferred money is, the official definition is a loan arrangement in which the borrower is allowed to start making payments at some specified time in the future. So pretty much in baseball, you sign a contract, say it's for three years, uh, $21 million. And we'll do three years, $24 million. So you're set to make $8 million a season. But the team says, hey, look, we'll pay you $4 million for the three years you play for us, and then $4 million for the next three seasons as deferred money. So it'll all add up to $24 million, but he's just receiving some of the payments now, some of the payments way later. And uh, one of the most famous players to ever do this is Bobby Bonilla. He even has a, a day named after him. July 1st is Bobby Bonilla Day. On Bobby Bonilla Day, obviously Bobby Bonilla gets paid $1.19 million from the New York Mets. Um, started... In 2009, uh, every July 1st, he'll be getting paid $1.1 million until 2035. So, Benia can literally sit around, do nothing, and each year he'll be getting a million dollars. So this all happened when the Mets released him before the 2000 season. He was due to get $5.9 million, but obviously the Mets were caught up in the Ponzi scheme. The Ponzi scheme. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Um with their owners and such, so they were handing out mass contracts to everyone. So instead of the Mets, instead of paying him $5.9 million for the 2000 season, they'll be paying him $29.8 million for however many years that is. It's like 16, I think. But Bobby Bonilla is not the only um, players received deferred money. And I'm actually shocked. A lot of people, a lot of baseball fans don't know what deferred money is or how often it happens. It actually happens very, very often in the MLB. So um, I'm just going to list off some notables um, on MLB deferment day, July 1st. Um, Michael Meyer tweeted out last year of all the players who are getting deferred payments now through however many years so starting off the Cincinnati Reds are paying Bronson Arroyo 1.3 million um, through 2021 Um, obviously Arroyo was the ace for the Reds a few years back but um, he's making a good good amount of money now for being a retired player next up the Washington Nationals will pay Rafael Soriano 2 million from 2018 to 2024. So that adds up to about 14, 12, 14 million. Um, and the Nationals will be a frequent name brought up um, with deferred payment as they love. Mike Rizzo loves his deferred payments. 
So Nationals are up next. They owe Joe Blanton, or they owed Joe Blanton, one million in two thousand eighteen and two million in two thousand nineteen. Um, Blanton, it's pretty bad for the Nationals. If I remember correctly, he had a. He was good for the first year he was with them, but the second year I think he had a ERA north of four, which isn't good. But the Milwaukee Brewers are set to pay Lorenzo Cain one million from 2023 to 2027. So, so obviously Cain signed that five-year, $80 million deal with the Brewers this offseason. He'll be getting that nice chunk of change until the contract's up. Then he'll be getting paid a million for the next five years. So the Washington Nationals are back, and they're going to give Matt Wieters a one-time payment of $5 million in 2021. Obviously, Matt Wieters did not pan out the way the Nationals wanted him to in that two-year deal. Well, I'm pretty sure near the end of that second year, he was on the bench. But the Nationals are also set to pay Daniel Murphy $2.5 million in 2019 and $3 million in 2020. Obviously, Daniel Murphy's with the Rockies now. Um, I believe it's it's two years, $24 million. There might be an option at the end, but... Not sure on that one. Don't quote me on it. But the Nationals will be paying Steven Strasburg $10 million every July 1st. So it's also Steven Strasburg Day. But his payment is from 2024 to 2030. So about seven years, he'll be getting $10 million. That's an extra $70 million. Um, Steven Strasburg has a really interesting contract, actually. He's set to make, like... 35 million this season or next season 30 million this season 35 next year and then it's like 40 in the penultimate year and then the last year of the contract he's due to make 15 million so it's interesting to say the least but the nationals are also giving max scherzer deferred payments 15 million every july 1st from 2022 to 2028 so scherzer signed that seven year $210 million contract. He's been getting paid $15 million now. $15 million when the deal ends. So it's pretty much a 14-year, $210 million contract. Back to the Brewers. They'll be paying Ryan Braun $1.8 million from 2022 to, to 2031. So Ryan Braun, 35 years old now, I believe, will be getting... Nice chunk of change when he's retired. Back to the Nationals. They last year, to 2018, they paid Jason Worth about eleven million dollars. So Worth retired last year, but got his eleven million from the Nationals. Nationals also paid Ryan Zimmerman ten million total in a five-year span once his playing career ends. So after he retires, he'll be getting. $2 million for five years. Pretty good. Next up, St. Louis Cardinals are paying Jim Edmonds $300,000 um, 2019. Um, the payments actually started in 2010, and they're ending in 2019. So it's about $3 million right there. Not bad. The Mets will be paying Brett Saberhagen uh, $250,000 started in 2004, and it ends in 2028. So, Brett Saberhagen 
living life right now. Mets are also giving Carlos Beltran about three point one million two thousand eighteen. So Beltran retired twenty seventeen. Gets a nice retirement gift from the Mets. Three million. So the Cincinnati Reds have actually been giving Ken Griffey Jr. deferred payment of three point five million from two thousand nine. And they'll be continuing to pay him three point five million through two thousand twenty four. So Ken Griffey, obviously one of the best. Still getting that money. Back to the Brewers, they'll be paying, or they actually paid off the last year of a deferred payment to Kyle Loesch. Um, it was for $2.3 million. So from 2016 to 2018, he was getting about $2.3 million. I actually don't remember if he played on any teams during that time. But the Rockies are set to pay Todd Helton $13.1 million. Um, in a span of 10 years, starting in 2014, with a 3% interest. So, $13 million keeps going up um, as the year goes. So, St. Louis Cardinals will be paying Matt Holliday $1.4 million on July 15th, every year from 2020 to 2029. Well, Matt Holliday, pretty sure he's retired, but he's still getting that money. Baltimore Orioles are paying Chris Davis. Yes, Chris Davis, the worst player in baseball right now, I would go as far to say. But they're paying him 15 deferred payments, 3.5 from 2023 to 2032, and 1.4 million from 2033 to 2037. So the Orioles stuck paying Chris Davis a ton of money for 18 more years. The Los Angeles Angels agreed to pay Albert Pujols $10 million over 10 years uh, once he retires or his contract expires. But 99.99% sure he'll be retiring once that contract ends. And he'll be getting a million dollars a year for the, for, the ne- for the next 10 years after that. So the Detroit Tigers... Um, Pay Gary Sheffield twelve point five million with three percent interest in two thousand nine, and the final payment comes this season twenty nineteen will be the last year the Tigers are paying Gary Sheffield. New York Mets will be giving Johan Santana deferred payment of five point five million from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. So the Boston Red Sox will be giving Manny Ramirez. Deferred payment of about two million um, through twenty twenty six at two point five percent interest. And I actually looked that up; it goes up about um, two hundred fifty thousand per year. So, but not only does Bobby Bonilla get paid by the Mets, but the Orioles are also paying him. Um, it'll be five hundred thousand, which is split from the Orioles and the Mets, um, every year until twenty thirty-five. So, Bobby Bonilla really making it out in this world. Um, before the Bobby Bonilla deal, the Mets deferred forty percent of Daryl Strawberry's nineteen ninety salary of one point eight million at five point one percent interest, um, to be paid from 
from 2004 to 2033. The Atlanta Braves paying Bruce Sutter $1.1 million a year through 2021. And in 2021, he'll receive a final payment of $9.1 million. So 2021, he'll be getting about $10.2 million. And last but not least, one of the best outfielders of the 2000s and 2010s, Ichiro, is getting paid by the Mariners $25 million at 5.5% interest. Each January 30th, which is coming up, and he'll be getting paid until 2032. So I know I just threw a lot of numbers out at you guys. You can go back and listen to it if you missed anything. But the real reason baseball teams offer deferred money pretty much is so they have more money for the now. Obviously, you see the Nationals have quite a few guys on deferred payments. You know, Max Scherzer about half his salary, and Steven Strasburg, about $10 million of it. That's pretty much $25 million that they've that they're not paying right now, which is pretty much keeping them in, in the Bryce Harper sweepstakes. Um, he's been rumored to be going back to the Nationals, to the Phillies, to the Yankees, obviously White Sox, those four, and then there's always the mystery team that's out there. But because the Nationals have about... $30 million in deferred payments for upcoming years. That's not this year. They've got 30 extra million sitting around. Obviously, they signed Patrick Corbin. They've signed Kurt Suzuki, Brian Dozier. And they've still got, I'd say, around $30 million for Bryce Harper. The um, 10 years, $300 million. I'm sure Harper would sign that to come back to the city that drafted him. But I'd say that's about it. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll see you guys in the next one.